Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. I am excited to welcome to the show today, Mr. Brian Johnson. He is the owner and founder of Canopy Management Company. He has worked with many multi-million dollar brands in terms of pay-per-click advertising, Amazon advertising. Um, he has some very interesting um, hobbies that we're going to be talking about, and we've been having a really fun conversation uh, beforehand. So welcome to the show, Brian. Pleasure to have you on, brother. Russ, thanks for having me. So Brian, you know, Amazon, you know, your, your business canopy, um, you know, works with, within the Amazon space, obviously one of the largest companies in the world, you know, billions and billions of dollars there uh, has grown tremendously, you know, over this last year, even more with, you know, people being at home. So, so tell us, how did you get into, and you've been in the industry a, a while, if I'm well, correct. Yeah. I mean, I've been in e-commerce for about 14 years. I did about seven years on eBay and my own, uh, my own sites selling uh, banking equipment like money counters, coin sorters. Uh, one of my claim to fame for those who are a fan of the Breaking Bad series from AMC is season two, there's a black money counter and that was mine. They, they called me one, one day and said, hey, can you FedEx this thing overnight? Because we were recording tomorrow. So no way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that was my, my four seconds of fame right there. But uh, about seven years ago, I switched over I got pulled over by some buddies of mine who were starting to sell on the Amazon space. And it was still pretty early, pretty raw, uh, pretty wild west in the fact that you could pretty much do anything better than the last people and you could win. Uh, obviously, with any platform, times change, things evolve, the competition gets better, and you have to evolve with it, which is something that uh, I, I'm continually reminded throughout my, uh, throughout my life is you, you can't you can't stop moving. You've got to keep moving forward. You've got to advance at least every six months because that's all it takes for, for somebody else like a competitor to catch up to you. So yeah, about seven years is when I switched over to the Amazon space. It's so true, man. I mean, in, in any field, you know, in my field in fitness, any business, you can't stay static or you're going to get left in the dust. And I would imagine in, in e-commerce, uh, you know, it's, it's even more so. Um, you know, and I, 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 that's a field I know not a lot about, you know, I have some friends who, you know, have Amazon stores and kind of the story I've heard is, I think what you're alluding to is it, you know, it's, it's getting more and more competitive, harder and harder to, uh, to do, you know, a lot of people will advertise, Hey, you set up this Amazon store and you make all this, uh, passive income and it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's incredible, but, but you tell us my, my guess is that's probably, uh, yeah, it's, more it's, than that. There's no magic bullet anymore. I mean, it, initially it was it's simply you could just put up, you know, better photos or, uh, you know, complete the the content, you know, the for listing optimization uh, for a product listed on Amazon. And that was enough. But, uh, you know, after a while, when everybody's doing that, then uh, there's you got to break away from those patterns. That's something that has definitely evolved over the years is 
certainly one of the early things I did, of course, I sell my own. I've, I've got a couple of brands of my own that I sell on Amazon as well. Uh, and that keeps me active in a lot of aspects of selling on Amazon, which can be fairly complex from a sourcing and selling and uh, staying within regulation in terms of service and all these kinds of things. But it was back when I, in the, in the early days, at least my early days on Amazon, it, there wasn't much as far as the, the Amazon PPC advertising platform. And there was no training, there was no software, there was no uh, community that said, um, hey, here's how you do things. And just out of my own desperation, my own need for knowledge, I created all of those. I had to. And then, of course, uh, anybody who's, who's done that, who's become an authority in, in a specific topic, you know, a subject matter expert, is when everybody considers you a subject matter expert, then you can't ever not have the right answer. In other words, they're going to constantly challenge you. They're going to constantly test you. And so you're forced into a corner of having to stay up to date of everything that's working. And so you've got to keep refining your practice. You can't just say, oh, I invented all this stuff initially and now I can rest. No, no, you got to, like you said, it's like you got to keep it moving. Definitely. So, so would you be willing to share, you know, maybe one specific, you know, strategy that you're seeing is, is working now for people that I'm going to ask two questions. So the first is people that are, you know, in the e-commerce space uh, that, you know, a strategy that you're seeing is, you know, being effective, uh, you know, now and what you feel like is going to be effective in the future that's maybe different than, you know, what's been done in the past. Yeah, and, and that's pretty easy. In, in the Amazon space, there's been several, um, you know, teachers and courses that, that people have learned from as far as how to sell on Amazon. But there's a lot of commonality. There's, there's a lot of common traits in the training between those different authors and those different courses. And so what you see is a lot of the brands that are selling on Amazon, they, they pretty much echo each other. They, they, they mirror each other. They look a lot alike. Their images are, are about the same. Their titles, their content is about the same as far as the messaging they have to shoppers. Now, while I'm most known for my advertising, because advertising continues to get more and more competitive, it's gotten more and more expensive as any Amazon or as any uh, advertising platform does, it gets more expensive over time. It's not the only lever. So one of the things that I've, I've been teaching for the last know, year and a half now, I guess, is there's a, a great opportunity, especially in this space and what I've also seen across many other e-commerce platforms, not just Amazon, but certainly in the Amazon space, because there's so many similar patterns that have occurred where if you do a search for a product on Amazon, you see a lot of similar products, a lot of similar photo, main photos, a lot of similar titles, and there's nothing that really stands out among this list of results. And so it's so much easier to, in this year, rather than just dumping all your money into advertising, which I still recommend, but the first thing you've got to do is you've got to make sure that you optimize the front end appearance of your product so you stand out from the competition. In other words, you're trying to break away from what everybody else is doing. For those who have been in the, the Google uh, search space, there was a term called banner blindness. Uh, and banner blindness had to do with the advertising banners that always show up. And what Google realized after a while is uh, people who searched on Google, they stopped seeing these banners because they saw them too often. We subconsciously block things out that, that 
uh, are too familiar with this. Think of uh, anybody who who uses sticky notes and have them um, all wrapped around their monitor knows this perfectly well. After a while, you don't even see their sticky notes you know, on your desk or on your monitor, right? They disappear. The same thing goes with <clears throat> if everybody looks the same, then nobody stands out. And so breaking away from that common pattern, differentiating the image, the title, the, the hooks that you put in uh, in order to grab the attention of the shopper is critical in order to grab that shopper initially, grab their eyeball initially and pull them into your product listing. Then you've got a chance of actually telling them what's in it for me if I buy this product. A hundred percent. I mean, I heard the 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 number, I'm not going to remember the number, but it was hundreds, maybe even people are getting hit with thousands of, you know, advertising uh, messages every day. And if you don't yeah. stand out um, there, you're going to be completely lost in the crowd. Like you said, we're just have blinders to it. Um, yeah. What's, can you, what's one specific strategy, you know, people can use to stand out um, these days? Certainly. Yeah. So the, the, the first thing I would do is look for what is the common pattern. So usually there is a common color or there's everybody's got their in the photos, for instance, the main photo that shows up in a product listing in, in a product directory like Amazon is most of the products look similar. They have a similar shape. Maybe they're pointed the same direction. They're pointed slightly to the left, for instance, maybe they have, um, you know, they're trying to, if, if they have a bunch of accessories, a common mistake that a lot of product sellers make is trying to vomit all the value right up front in the main image and say like, here's all the 20 things that you get when you buy this product, instead of focusing on what does this one main product solve? And then later on saying, oh, and I'm going to add on additional value. So part of it is simply just identifying what is the common pattern that your competitors are using and break away from that, do the opposite. An example, two examples on this is if everybody has a, a black product, for instance, common color and uh, on their main image, then maybe what you need to do is throw in a splash of color, a bright red, bright blue, bright, bright green. And the easiest way to do that is you may still have a black product, but maybe you've got red packaging that you can have off in the distance behind the packet, behind the, the main product photo so that the the shopper who's scanning through on their mobile phone or on desktop they're scrolling through a list of products they see this splash of color and it causes them to pause just for a split second and that's all you need to pull them in to take a closer look at your image and your the title for for your product a second way of doing this on the image is what i mentioned is that if everybody's uh, throwing in all this value or throwing in saying like, Hey, you get all these, these dozen accessories that go along with this main product. Try just putting in just the main product with a whole bunch of white space. It's that white space that is contrast to what everybody else is doing. And again, it catches the eye. It gets them to pause for a second because something's out of place. It catches their eye, which is the first thing you've got to do with a shopper that is in the habit of just scrolling through content. Yeah, that's that's so key. I mean, you got to get their attention. I'm, I'm reading a book, uh, old book, Eugene Schwartz, and uh, it was like three hundred dollars something, most expensive book I've ever bought in my life. But my one of my mentors said you have to get this book, and he talks about the only job of of a headline or you know the color or whatever is to get the person to go to the next line. Right. So you want oh your headline is not trying to 
sell everything, give all the features like you say, but just get them to go to the next line. And then the subheadline is job is to get them to go to the next line and and to keep them going down that that funnel, so to speak. So yeah. that's super uh, super powerful, man. So I want to shift gears a little bit. No, I had sorry one more question. My second question for someone who is thinking about getting into e-commerce, they're not in it now. Um, is it a still a good space to get into? And and sure. what would the first steps uh, they need to take be? Yeah, I mean one of the common things that I see as far as course sellers um, and, uh, you know, mastermind sellers, they'll go out and they say, yeah, you can start out from scratch. And a lot of what they'll teach is simply just copy what is popular and what is, what is um, uh, you know, what, what is selling well already. And I, and I disagree with that. I really think that uh, somebody that's coming into any e-commerce space should really look at the marketplace and say, okay, what are the gaps? It doesn't mean you have to invent something brand new and you have to be original. It simply just means that you need to go out and spend some time and some effort. Don't be lazy. So spend some time really understanding the pain points of the target audience for a product before you introduce it to the market, because there's likely some way that you can improve that product when you bring it to market that is going to help you stand out from the competition that you can highlight and say, we did one better than what everybody else is doing. You don't have to innovate. You don't have to necessarily innovate. You don't have to invent. You just have to listen before you, you kick off uh, a new product. I love that. It's, uh, you know, so many people, and I've done this myself, is they create a a business, create a product, create a service based off of what they're passionate about instead of going to see what do people actually want, uh, right. you know, first. So that's awesome, man. And, and you know, in terms of, like you said, the, the coaches and the gurus, I mean, I see it all the time and, you know, again, starting Amazon stores and every every industry. And I'm a huge believer in having coaches, having mentors. But one of the advice, first piece of advice I already get it. Somebody asked me yesterday what I look for in a coach. Have they done what you want to do? Right. You know, as simple as that is. So, you know, if you guys are, you know, wanting to get started in the space, reach out to somebody like Brian that has actually built a large, stable, successful business in the space, um, you know, when, when versus somebody that's just copying everybody else. They haven't actually done it themselves. That's one of the things that drives me the most nuts is, is coaches and gurus um, that that are they have no business. They've never done it. They're trying to teach people how to start a business. Um, grow a business, but they haven't done it themselves. It's like if I was, you know, out of shape and, you know, uh, you know, overweight and not working out and I'm trying to teach people fitness. No, it doesn't, doesn't work. Find somebody that's work. doing what yeah. you do. <laughs> Your social proof so, isn't there. <laughs> exactly. So, so Brian, so we don't forget, you know, you're adding so much value today. How can people uh, find more about what you do, your company? Well, certainly. So anybody, if anybody's trying to get into the Amazon space um, for the first time, just go out to YouTube. There's plenty of YouTube channels with some great authorities out there who are currently producing content um, right now this year uh, that is very relevant. And so there's some very qualified uh, people out there teaching gurus, instructors who have done it and who are teaching. And some of those are free for probably, you know, just to help you get launched. It's going to be, it's not going to be a charge. For those who have uh, built up uh, a product business off of Amazon, on Amazon, and feel like they need to scale up, then definitely they want to speak to an agency such as Canopy Management. 
you can reach us over at canopymanagement.com. I do have a YouTube channel. I, I'm, I'm across a lot of different social media and everything, but certainly reach out and just have a conversation with our team to see whether or not there's a good fit and what we can do for you uh, to see how much. Uh, certainly, we have a great track record. We can certainly talk about that. Awesome. You guys definitely check out uh, Canopy. Uh, they have a, if for nothing else, they have a really uh, beautiful website, in, uh, in my opinion. And um, so I want to switch gears. We were talking before about your uh, interest and uh, experience and knowledge in gravity. So, so, so tell, tell the audience, you know, the, what, you, what we were talking about before and how that, you know, applies to your business mindset. Sure. So uh, one of the, the side passions I've always had is I've, I've always been a science geek. You know, I, I'm, I love e-commerce. I love buyer psychology, but my second passion is certainly on the science side, specifically physics. And I've had a number of years studying. I never, you know, went for like a college degree or anything like that in physics. It was always in business. That was always my first passion. But uh, physics always seemed to be something I came back to and continued on throughout my schooling. And one specific area that caught my interest had to do with gravitational force or gravity. And one of the things that stood out to me is when I finally came across a, a book by a professor out of United Kingdom who kind of flew in the face of what the rest of his peers were saying and said, look, all these fools, they, don't, they, they keep on regurgitating all this old information that's been uh, from 100, 200 years ago about how gravity works. And yet a common thing is that here's these 15 things that they can't explain. Well, let me explain to you exactly how gravity works. And here's how these 15 things, you know, to solve these 15 things. And he gets down at the minute level and explains it. And for me, it took me... Um, you know, probably three times reading the book before I could get my head wrapped around some of the stuff that he was talking about. But it was my persistence that kind of perpetuated my, my, um, my, my passion to want to be able to do this as a side hobby. It's like, why once I, you know, get all my, my e-commerce and my business done during the day, then I want to do more research regarding gravitational forces, the ability to, uh, to, understand how gravity works, how gravitational forces work, as well as the ability to direct gravitational forces, which is something that there's a number of scientists out in the world who are, are challenging that concept. Uh, certainly, I've got a lot of respect for people like Elon Musk, who flew in the face of uh, you know, NASA and rocket technology and said, look, you guys have been doing the same thing for you know, 50, 60 years, let's take a whole new look at this and see if we can do it a completely different way. I really admire those uh, leaders who break away from what is commonly known and just accepted practice and just say, there's got to be a better way of doing this and actually pursuing it until they come up with something. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, and we were talking, you know, before about the, the four minute miles, a great example, Elon Musk, what he's done a great example. And so, you know, what I would, would say to, you know, you guys today, what a question, ask yourself, what limiting belief, you know, do you have that's limiting you from um, creating the business and life you want? And I, I know for myself, I've had so many. And, and the more I see amazing things happen, like to me talking about gravity, like you can manip manipulate gravity, like, no, I can't just jump and float. But the, the more, you know, if you go back 20 years, even 10 years, think about all the things that exist today that were impossible, literally right. in our minds, impossible. So the older I get, the more I believe that anything's possible 
then I believe that that it's not possible, <laughs> actually. Um, that's fascinating, Brian. So last question, man. What's something if you were getting started, you know, you could go back and tell your, you know, 20 year old self, give yourself one piece of advice, you know, that, that you that you now know and have learned probably take some hard knocks from what would that advice be? You know, it's funny is that every five years, I kind of, uh, I, I think about like, man, if I could like, like tell my 20 year old self, and ultimately, uh, I was just telling my wife about this actually just a couple of days ago. And I said, you know, if I were to go back, the one thing, if I could only take one piece of information, one piece of advice back to myself, I would take back what I've learned in my life as far as what my strengths and my weaknesses are. I spent way too many years trying to uh, outwork, outfight where my personality just wasn't aligned with that. There's certain, there's certain skills where I was trying to fool myself and say, yes, you can do uh, this, you know, you can, uh, you can, you can manage teams, for instance, you know, like, like for instance, as much of a, uh, as much of a thought leader, I might be, I, frankly, I suck at managing the daily tasks of people. Right. And so me thinking that, oh, I can do that and I can take this on and I can, I can lead this team. I always struggled with that. It always caused me pain. It always caused me stress. I always lost, lost sleep over it. And it wasn't until, you know, as decades go by and you learn is there are certain things that you got to recognize what is your superpower. And so I say, Brian, you, know, you got to recognize early on, like these are your superpowers. Don't bother doing these other things. And you're going to be a lot more effective at it. And you're going to stop fighting where your personality is. And, and unfortunately, for most people, including myself, that just requires experience and failure and just learning from the failure of, you know, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I agree with that 1 million percent. And, I, and I've done the same thing. And, and the problem a lot of entrepreneurs fall into, it sounds like you did and I did, is you can't because you're so smart, you're so determined, it's your business, you can manage people and you can probably do it pretty well, but it's not your superpower. It's not in your flow. So it's going to it's going to drain your energy. It's going to stress you out. And, and it's, and you're not going to be as effective as you could be, you know, versus if you're in your superpower, I love that word too. I use, use it too. You're going to feel, you know, you can work, you know, 12, 15, 16 hours and you still have tons of energy versus if you're yeah. doing things and, and you can force yourself, you can grind it out, you can get it done, but it's not your, your strengths. You're going to be exhausted. You're going to be stressed out. Um, so finding other people, would you agree that can absolutely I mean, it's, those things? And that is their superpower <laughs> to compliment. It, it's a luxury. It's a luxury of hiring and surrounding yourself with people that are smarter or more capable in other areas. I used to think it's like, Oh, always hire people smarter around, you know, smarter than you to work around you. But really it's more specifically is hire people that can't, that excel in areas that you're weak at, not a luxury you have when you're a shoestring startup, which is, pretty much every company that I've ever started has always been a shoestring. I've never taken funding. And it's, you've got to wear a lot of hats when there's only three of you, four of you. Today, I've got 65 people, you know, surrounding me, you know, and so, and so there's plenty of people that can say like, oh, this is your superpower. It's not mine. I'm going to hand it off to you. So it's a luxury that you have by identifying people that fill those. So less so on, hire people that are smarter than you and hire people that are more capable in those area, especially when it comes to things like operations of your business. Yeah. 
I had a guy yesterday that he was starting his starting a business and he goes, I'm I'm very technical. Like I'm the best at what I do, but I have no idea about business. Right. And you know, I was in a, a clubhouse room and some people were saying, Well, you can uh, you know, here's where you should start. You can learn this business. I said, one thing to consider, stop, don't try to learn business. Go find someone who's outstanding at growing businesses and let partner with them, let them take care of that part. You take care of being the, the technical person. Right. Um, exactly. So I, that's something I wish I, I could go back and, and tell myself, Sue. So Brian, appreciate you today, man. So much value, uh, so much uh, knowledge. You've, you've helped me. I know you've helped the audience. So you guys be sure to check out Brian on uh, his YouTube channel, uh, canopymanagement.com and be sure to yep. share the episode out to your friends and we will see you next time. Be great. Russ, thanks for having me. Russ Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit russyeager.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag Becoming Titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to RussJager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.